0: Welcome to Damage Boost, I'm your host Brock Holiday, and today we're talking Call of Duty Zombies. So let's jump into it. special guest to talk about Call of Duty Zombies and um, I guess I'll go ahead and introduce them and then I have a question before we start. Uh, I have Nathaniel Bandy. What's up? And Tetra Big Gaming. Hello. So my question is this is non-zombie related. Okay. Two years from now Minus World's blown up right? Like You guys are you guys are getting like ninja money. Uh, you guys are so famous <laughs> and huge and uh, i sure hope so that would be cool <laughs> you guys deserve it by the way if you did i would be so fucking happy you guys are good Aww. people um but st- movie studio comes to you guys says all right we're making a, a, a minus world movie like we want to tell everybody's origins if if anything like making a um, a marvel universe of the minus world right Ken okay. who plays you and in your individual movie leading up to the minus world like avengers movie and what's the name of your individual movie
1: Ooh. Oh like so who like plays as me
0: is what you're yeah, saying. The the actor okay. who plays you and then what's the name of your like your right. or, your origin movie, if you will.
1: Uh I want Nico to play as me. <laughs> <laughs> um dude, I have no idea. Uh it's hard to say. Does it have to be like a contemporary
2: actor or can it be like from a different era?
0: we say two years we've reached the like um, the Tupac hologram technology that they can use in the movie. Okay. So, it could be mm. anybody. Okay, I'd go with, like, Rambo from, like, First Blood Part 2. Like, when he's, like, 30, like, 35, and, oh, like, Oh, yeah. yeah, like, Stallone, like, 40 years ago.
1: <laughs> That'd be pretty sick. Uh,
0: Dude, I'll take Nicolas Cage. Nic- Hell, yeah. <laughs> I'll take him. You know what? I could actually see that. Like, that's... I can see him like he's he's a good enough actor. He could pull that off. I like him. Yeah, people people like me, on him, but honestly, do you got? You, you gotta, you gotta do love you gotta him n- a little bit. Do you got an? Oh, I mean, he's a. Not to get too like weird in the acting, but he's kind of like, I don't know. It's there's a term for it, but he does like basically extreme acting, and it's yeah, sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't, but any it's always yeah. entertaining. So he's got that going for him. You get the names for your movies, though. Like, what your name, like your origin movie, like, you know, your your, your Iron Man, your original movie. Okay, well, I have, do we have, like, superpowers as well, or no? I mean, it's your guys' uh, – you guys are all this money for this franchise, so really you can do with your story what you want. Okay. Uh, I mean, Tetra is being played by uh, Sylvester Stallone 50 years ago, so. <laughs> Tetra Rambo Gaming. There you go. I'd keep
2: it simple and go something with like uh, Bitception or something.
1: Well, I like that? Dude, that'd be cool. I like the name of that. Um, I I mean I probably just like my last name and then I
0: have no idea. I'm trying to think of like what the movie would even be about. The what? Well, it's not a good name, but the the only thing I can think of is Amneville Horror because that kind of rhymes with Bandy. You call it Bandyville mm. Horror? But that wouldn't really make any sense. It's not a bad story. <laughs> right, yeah. No, I got About nothing. Maybe Go just
1: Bandy. That's it. Big, bold letters. That's the movie. Just slap it on there, yeah. Easy yep. branding right there,
2: too. Bandy the movie.
1: Yep, Bandy
0: like the s-
2: movie, the game. <laughs> like Smosh <laughs> the movie? Bandy the movie. <laughs> oh, my exactly. God, that was a
0: movie. Holy shit. I don't <laughs> know.
2: I actually watched it. Did any of you watch that? I watched, like, parts
0: of it. I never watched the whole movie. I've only oh, watched, boy. uh, um, Quentin Reviews talk about that movie, but it seems pretty awful. <laughs> it is, it's not, no, it's not good. I, I, I would assume
2: so. <laughs> that, that it's, it's not just, that a it's good bad. movie. That was, like, the first time, like, a YouTuber, like, broke out into the quote-unquote mainstream though, right? Because that was, like, 2011,
1: 12. It Didn't was either he? him or Fred. I can't remember which one was oh, first. Oh yeah. Cuz Fred, Fred had like a TV show. I think he had like two movies too. Well,
2: he was like a he like cameoed in like some Nickelodeon shows too, I think, for a while. Yes.
1: Yeah, Fred was in
0: Icarly, I think,
1: for like one episode. The um, I know the
0: guy who played him too it was kind of like I'm done with this shit. Like I need to get away from it. <laughs> he, yeah. I think he went back to YouTube after his Hollywood stuff.
2: It was 2015? Why do I remember being so much older? Yeah, I, mean, I thought it
0: was older, too. Because wow. I thought, like, the Fred stuff was when, when I was in high school, and that was... I, I graduated high school in 2007. I could have sworn... Or maybe I was just thinking of, like, the annoying orange or whatever, and he's, like, similar. I'm not Oh, sorry. Sure. I'm, I'm talking
2: about the, the Smosh movie. Sorry. I think oh, think Now are talking
0: about Fred. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I think,
2: I think Fred stuff was earlier. Because I think I, if it was iCarly, like iCarly, I think, was, like...
1: iCarly was, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, like, late 2000s. Oh, I think
0: iCarly is later than that. Maybe fifteen at this point. Um, the aforementioned YouTuber Quentin Reviews is doing a massive iCarly uh, video. There's also a lot of abuse that apparently went on the iCarly. Oh, uh, Dan, uh, Dan Schneider. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. Dan Schneider. Um, Dan
2: Schneider. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, like, like a bunch of the Nickelodeon things just had a lot of a lot of stuff happening, which is kind of. <laughs> my
0: done. my kids have been into that Henry Danger show. That's also on, like was around live action around that same time. And his name's on it, and, like, getting the vibes and the jokes, like, they're, it's a, like it needs to be bonked. It is, like, the live-action Nickelodeon stuff was really uncomfortably horny and, like, sexual. Mm. It's really fucking weird. And a lot of feet. A lot of weird feet stuff. <laughs> of course. That's what Dan <laughs> likes, <weird>. apparently. <laughs> uh, I currently Screamed. was 2007, so it was when I graduated high school. So, yeah, it was, it was huh. pretty early. And it only ran for five years. Ended in 2012.
2: I heard they're coming back. I heard, I heard they're like doing a reunion thing or something.
0: Rebooting without Janet McCur- McCur- uh, McCurdy, she is not yeah, coming back. And and I think no Gibby or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I saw people were like tripping. She huh. uh she also I follow her on TikTok, and there okay. was apparently a lot, like her mom I think might have been like super abusive to her. And, like encouraged would call her fat and stuff, and she got eating Sort of it, it was. I would not want to be a child actor. Like, even if you can make it through it somewhat intact and you have all that money, I don't think it's worth it. It's pretty it nuts. It doesn't sound worth it at all. No. Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: children should have, like, you know, like an actual childhood before yeah. you move on to stuff like that, but...
0: And not be exploited. Like, it sounds like she also got right. exploited by her mom is uh, pretty pretty messed up stuff. Mm. Um, so, speaking of messed up things, uh, <laughs> zombies, right? That's a, that's a segue. Yeah. <laughs> Zombies uh, are pretty messed up. I mean, so I before we start recording, I was like, you know, if we get off topic, it's fine. I don't know how the hell we got to iCarly. And, <laughs> like within what we're not a, we're seven minutes in, and like that is this is taking direction I never would have guessed uh, going into the night. But Call of Duty Zombies, um, it is something that even if you don't really like Call of Duty games, people people play zombies, it, and it's. It was originally um, Nazi zombies too, if I remember correct, because mm-hmm. it was World at War. And yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but like Nazi zombies was kind of a craze at the time. It was like uh, it was an early meme, if you will. And there was two movies called Dead Snow and Dead Snow Two that were mm-hmm. made around that time with uh, that were literal Nazi zombies. Um, and it was kind of it was a weird, weird, weird time. But I, it's a great game mode. Um, so that was I, my first experience was the OG titles. What about you guys? What was your first experience with the uh, Nazi zombie or zombie titles?
2: Uh, yeah, I've been playing it since since World at War. I remember cause like I think they re- they launched a trailer for it like on if I remember correctly, it was like on Halloween of two thousand and eight. I remember watching it on online. I was like, yo, this looks so cool uh and then yeah like cause you unlocked it in the original game after beating the campaign like you couldn't even play it until you i believe if i recall if i recall correctly you had to play through the entire campaign first uh to unlock it that and is it was correct. such a yeah it was such a cool little, like i guess at the time it was just like a little easter egg you unlocked for beating it
0: um uh, but yeah do you know nice why it was that time. way actually i i look found this out today um it uh, was go ahead. Good. Oh, Thank sorry. You. I was
2: just going to say, if if I remember correctly, I'm going to say that a lot today. Um, <laughs> I believe it was, like, a little Easter egg some of the developers were working on. Um, and they're like, wow, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. Throw it in.
0: Yep, yep, pretty much. Um, yeah. the, the, uh, the game runner didn't want it, apparently. And then he played it and couldn't stop playing it. He's like, all right, all right, <laughs> we're putting it in. So... Uh, Because he was like, why? This doesn't make sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like... But he played it, I was like, oh, it's fun. So, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of video games, is it should be fun Mm -hmm. first, really. So, I I thought that was kind of cool. Like, I just assumed it was at the end, because that's how games used to be. It was before you paid for everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would unlock stuff. That's... uh, For anybody young enough to not have experienced that, um, (laughs) you used to just have to play the game to get extra things. Um, My... my favorite version of it, though, was, um, I don't remember which game it was from, Black o- I think it's Black Ops, where you could play as JFK, Richard Nixon, or Fidel Castro. Mm-hmm. And there's the whole cutscene where uh, Richard Nixon's like, oh no, there's somebody breaking in! <laughs> and JFK's like, "Come down, Dick, it's just a storm. So fucking, I, is that, uh, for, if you guys know, is that? One technically part of the zombies lore, or was that just kind of a one-off thing they did for fun? uh
2: yes. <laughs> I guess the answer is yes because um, it is like a one-off thing they did. Um, but I believe there is; it is part of the lore, whatever. Like, uh, I believe they teleport zombies from somewhere else right to the Pentagon to do something, and yeah, it, like a mm-hmm. in in some form, it it, it makes sense in the storyline somewhere.
0: What? Well, um, before we talk about the lore. Do you guys have a favorite version of it? Of, of, zombies, of zombies? Of Or which game, yeah, would be the one that uh, um, is your go-to. Yeah, uh, probably Black
1: Ops 3, simply because the, uh, the mod support is really, really good and the engine is really nice. I, I like the Black Ops 2 engine the most, I think, but Black Ops 3 just
0: has the most maps to play. And is that yeah. one story based or is that one of the like OG like just fight the hordes um
1: with black ops 3 it's mostly just like old school you just fight the hordes but uh i mean some of the levels like there was like some story involved i guess it's really Yeah depended. i think
2: I, th- I think that's a good thing about especially like well, i guess in all of the games like none of them really force you to to do the storyline easter egg stuff except for there's one black ops 3 map where it's like to progress in the map um you kind of had to do the easter egg stuff that's why why a lot of people yeah. didn't necessarily like it um but for the most part you like if you didn't care about the story you could just hop in whatever you could fight the hordes but if you wanted to kind of take that extra step and unlock more like the wonder weapons or whatnot um the, the option was there so i think that's why a lot of people like three is because you kind of can 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 play it either way whatever whatever your fancy is is yeah. uh
0: black ops 3 the one Mod, you said it has a good mod uh, support. Is that the one you guys played where it was like the Mario Zombies? Is that where that was modded? Oh, we've from? done.
1: There's been a lot of Mario Zombies. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, well, I mean to answer your question, yeah. I th- I think um on Tetras second channel, most of the zombie videos we played together, if not all of them are from Black Ops 3 actually. Okay. Uh, so far, yeah. It's, I think there might have been one cuz in World at War there's a really good Mario 64 map, but that's like the only. Oh, and there's a good SpongeBob map. But that's really about it. Like everything oh, else we yeah. do is BO3. The SpongeBob map was World at War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Because it was um, it was like super glitched out for mm-hmm. whatever reason.
2: Yeah. So there's only like there's the only two games that have a lot of mod support are World at War and Black Ops Three. I, th- I believe Black Ops One and Two have some mod support, but I never really got to that They're level. Really I just off. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know if they just don't have enough of the tools or whatnot, but. Um, like world at war had a lot of modding support for for a long time like people were playing that playing the mods for that game from 2008 or whatever all the way up well, i mean they still do but it was really popular up until 2000 and i believe 16 when they finally released tools for black ops 3 and then that whole scene exploded and i believe both yeah. still have a lot of releases um coming from a lot of the the mod mod developers
1: so yeah i mean go ahead oh i was just gonna say i mean i think both games really offer a different enough feel that it's worth playing mods on world of war and
0: bo3 that say i um i've only recently actually got a pc that could do anything like this so i'm eager to like get into uh games that have been modded and like uh i know xcom is kind of famous for having one of the best uh the, the long war mod for xcom which is basically like a whole nother game for it and like i've been encouraged to play that so it's exciting to me to like hear and like games like this getting kind of support. I'm also a big uh, Left 4 Dead fan, which I know they have a, a decent amount of mod support as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, why I actually thought to ask you guys to do this episode with me is uh, a while ago, I think uh, right around when is it Cold War was the last game came out, yeah. um, you guys streamed it. You guys And uh, you guys were streaming, talking to each other, <laughs> looking at your chats, talking to your chat, and just fucking mowing down wave after wave it was really fucking impressive to the point where i was like like that's not fair like i really try at video games and i'm nowhere near this talented um is it just like a feel or is it just that you guys have played together for so long you kind of just get like where the other person's doing or is it just simple fact that you guys are good
1: it's i mean i feel like when it comes to zombies it really just comes down to practice because like I don't know how long Tetra's been playing. Probably longer than me, but I've been playing Zombies ever since, uh, like, 2012? 2011? Even? So, I mean, I play on and off, but, like, I've consistently been playing for, like, you know, 10 years at this point. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just practice, and then eventually you just kind of figure out the art of training Zombies. Uh, Because most Zombies games, you just train, which basically just run around in a circle. And when you do that, if you're being cautious, they're not really going to get in your way. So, it's just learning to train, and then train and shoot basically that's what it comes down to in the end
2: yeah pretty much uh training like map aware- map awareness situational awareness like what guns you have how to use them kind of thing yeah um yeah so yeah it's, it, it, like it is like it's I guess for us like, it's almost like muscle memory at this point it's, we've, we've played it so much like we right. know like like if a zombie's coming at us this way like we know kind of oh we have to ste- sidestep get around them kind of thing. It's like, oh, we're low on health, okay, we got to back off now, stuff like that. So I guess, like yeah, for us, if, if you just play enough, you kind of know what to do, when to do it kind of thing.
0: So my, I, this might be a weird question, but um, depending on the game, like, I'll be, I don't like to think of it as a video game sometimes, where I'm like, all right, I want to be Im- immersed in this world, I want to be a part of it, I want to think like I am this character and these enemies are real. Uh, when you say, uh, the term, which I have learned now, uh, to train the zombies, is that something that couldn't make the game boring for you just cause you're to kind of just like put them in a circle and then killing them? Or is it still fun because you're trying to get the highest level or would you rather like in my brain, I'd like, you know, I want this to feel more like a, a zombie scenario where I'm having to, you know, think strategically, um, a little more old school, like actually like hold a position and then move. Or is it just you know it's a video game? You guys kind of think of it that way, and it's it's fun to get as far as you can.
2: Um, I guess. Well, for me, uh, well, I, I guess in general, like trying to hold down an area will only get you so far because right. you get to a point where the zombies will eventually overrun you. You just won't be able to to hold them off from x amount of different angles coming at you. So I think in like. I guess it's art of especially this game in specific is if you do want to progress further you kind of do have to learn learn how to do the training stuff. Um, does it kind of break I guess the immersion of it being like a zombie defense game? I guess maybe, but um, I guess in my perspective I've just been I've just been doing the training stuff for so long that it kind of just feels natural for for these games to me at least. Um, but again I'm I, I don't really play with the mindset of uh, putting myself in in the shoes of of ex-protagonist. So I guess, yeah, I I, I might just see it differently then.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been playing this game for so long that nothing about it is really new or scary. It really just comes down to uh, like what the maps are like. Um, Because sometimes, you know, you'll play maps that are like really, really narrow and when maps are narrow, you can't... it makes training almost impossible. So it's not... I mean, sometimes training can be boring if you're like doing the same thing for like two hours, but usually there's enough variation in the game that you're playing where you're swapping out weapons or you know getting perks pack a punching that kind of stuff that keeps things you know really refreshing oh and of course you know zombies get stronger every single round so there's that too it's not like just because you're training doesn't mean you're safe you still have to be really aware of what's going on that's true
0: yeah and i i I should probably clarify i wasn't saying like that that is a boring strategy i was just curious like if Uh, Oh, I I I know what you mean. Yeah. Like,
1: you know, yeah, maybe it kind of comes off as like a boring strategy, but uh, yeah, like, well, there's still like a lot you have to do. It's just like the main idea is just try to circle them around. So,
0: Gotcha.
2: And yeah, there's like like a big, um, I mean, for some people, they don't see the appeal or they they don't like uh, either playing or watching someone run around in circles with zombies for X amount of time. But on the flip side, there's dedicated communities of people that will literally play to at least around 100 um, mm-hmm. In a game, and of course, they have their audience of Twitch uh, Twitch viewers that also, I guess, see interest in someone someone essentially training zombies for for x amount of hours. Pretty much, I guess, doing the same thing over and over again because um, because it, it does kind of get at least a, a bit repetitive. Once you get set up, you get your guns maxed out. You you get to a point where uh, it's a matter of survival, and the smallest mistake can cost you the game. So at that point, it just becomes like you have to just stay on stay on top of things and not. And I guess do your best to, to to do zero miss inputs at that point.
1: Yeah, most of our deaths is just like one tiny, teeny tiny mistake. Like if someone one of us goes down, then we have to revive the other one. Or if you're playing solo, you better hope you have quick revive Because if you don't, then that's
0: it. You know, game over. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was what I played with my buddy is that... One, I don't think we were smart enough to... I mean, we kind of did the uh, training thing, but I don't know if we were quite smart enough to do it. And uh, two is the once i always felt like once one person went down and we tried to save them that it was kind of game over because once you get so far it's just it's not a whole lot you can do because they're just too quick and too uh overwhelming um but speaking of overwhelming uh if you can tetra do you want to try to give us a brief overview of what the lore kind of is and don't don't worry about being accurate because it's 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 zombies lore it's not like the most important thing in the world
2: sure <laughs> um okay well i'll, I'll kind of go through the maps and kind of give a, a brief overview so the first map world at war knocked Toten. own um uh, i believe it's a u.s marine crash lands in a bunker near i believe somewhere in germany poland somewhere around there um zombies get them at, at the time no one knew what was happening it's kind of like okay just a zombies map next map rolled around uh, it was in the Nazi zombies. It was like in a German asylum. It was apparently four Marines were sent in to rescue uh, a captured Marine, but I believe at that same facility were they were doing testing on uh, a Japanese soldier, a German soldier, uh, sorry, Japanese soldier, Russian soldier. I think a Mexican soldier and the American soldier. Uh, and then we move on to Shinonuma, the Japanese map. I same kind of for the first couple of maps, it was kind of they didn't really know what they were doing for it, so it was it was mostly just like oh. American soldiers get sent into X outpost to kind of learn more things, ends up dying kind of thing, um, and then it progressed, there wasn't, like, the story was pretty loose uh, around this time, they were kind of sprinkling in things, but at the time, like you like we were discussing, like, not many people even knew, like you said earlier, you didn't even know there was a storyline in Zombies. Uh, for the longest time and most yeah. people wouldn't mm-hmm. um, if you didn't do the side easter eggs or like they they all they did hide like little radios and stuff in the map or if you shot them uh, a sound clip would play uh, it was like a character speaking in the background so they did leave stuff behind but if you didn't A no to look for it B care to sit around and listen to to the the whole audio file you wouldn't really know much about it Um, and then things started to get a little bit I guess more interesting, if you want to call it. So, then the when they introduced the four characters, Takio Richthofen, uh, Tank Dempsey, and uh, Nikolai, uh, so those are like the the four characters they introduced in, in the first game. Um, they had them traveling, uh, they used like these teleporters to, to travel between space and time. So, they went from uh, one Nazi facility to a, to a theater in, in Berlin, Germany. Um, and they kind of bounced back and forth between places. And then they introduced um, what was it? Did they introduce in one of those games? Uh, I guess to to keep things to keep things surface level. Uh, in Black Ops Two, they introduced like a new a new cast of characters. That sorry. So in the end of Black Ops One, uh, I guess spoiler alert: the game that happened over ten years ago. So uh, at the end of the last <laughs> map in that game, you literally send rockets from the moon to blow up the Earth. Um, oh. yeah. <laughs> so Earth goes boom. And then in Black Ops 2, you start out in the post-apocalyptic world caused after those events. So after Earth Goes Boom, you get you start as a different cast of characters um, that are like mind-controlled by Richtofen. So it gets kind of weird there. And then uh, that arc kind of ends when you can either, there's like two paths you can take for the Easter eggs. You can either take like the, the Maxis path or the Richtofen path. You pretty much do tasks for them. Whichever side you get to choose takes control of all the zombies in the world kind of thing then that story kind of ends and then um after that was one of the uh zombies maps which a lot of people say is the best map of all time uh origins so that kind of rebooted the series so we saw like uh younger versions of those four characters that were uh first introduced in world at war um so kind of rebooted the series that they were obviously like i believe like 30 40 years younger than we've ever seen them so it was a really exciting time for a lot of fans um and that whole storyline started. Black Ops Two ended. Black Ops Three started, and then that whole premise was that these younger characters had to find and like sacrifice their older versions to kind of save the space time continuum. Um, and that that's kind of been going on until recently, I guess. I guess that's that's kind of like a, a quote unquote brief summary of what's been happening. It's obviously a lot more a lot more details, but I guess that's kind of what's sort of been happening.
0: I, I love everything about it because uh, I think, I, I told this to uh, Bandy last time I talked to him, but I love crazy batshit lore that's just like needlessly complicated. Um, <laughs> I eat that shit up. I get super into any game, show, book, series, movie that has unnecessarily complex and crazy lore. I uh, This kind of gives me, in terms of just being way out there, Kingdom Hearts vibes. In the weirdest way. Like, just batshit crazy, but I love everything about it. Because well, there's an unnecessary amount of detail in this game and all these characters that, like, hardly anybody really knows. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I,
2: if you're at all interested, I would definitely recommend. There's several videos on YouTube where uh, some YouTubers will, like, explain the entire storyline in, like, an hour, or an hour and a half, whatever. Definitely check them out because they kind of do all the work for you of not having to find all the radios and whatever yourself to kind of listen to what's happening. Um, right. <laughs> it's yeah, kind of like, like a quick breakdown
1: say, sorry go ahead yeah i was just gonna say like i think a lot of people don't understand the story just because like it is literally broken down into all the individual maps so it can be really hard to keep up if you're not really really attentive
0: and uh yeah time and travel is just never really fucking easy the yeah right even in right. a linear movie it gets complicated um and in a weird way and i don't are you guys a fan of oh, of the uh bioshock series
2: uh, yeah, I played. I, I haven't played 2 yet, I, I started it, but I'm a big fan of Bioshock
0: 1 and Infinite. So it reminds me a lot of Infinite in terms of, like, there's so much of time travel to the story and affecting what you choose in the future, affecting the past, but the fa- past also still somehow affecting the future, and, like, the different timelines that break off um, in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, like, I, I think there is a, it's about a three-hour summary Where, um, I don't remember who does it, but they break, they play every, um, recording in the game and break down, like, how it goes in the story, and they do their best to put it in, like, a chronological order. It's absolutely fucking nuts. Um, and the same person did the same for, um, the Metal Metal Gear Solid games, which if you want to, like, have your brain explode, (laughs) um, try to figure out that fucking shit. Like, Metal Gear Solid lore is batshit crazy um but yeah i I love it though like i I probably after dump this um as i'm falling asleep i'm gonna find one of those videos you're talking about i'm gonna eat up this unnecessarily complicated lore (laughs) yeah well
2: it's actually like like good thing you pointed out it's actually really similar in that sense because like not only is there time travel there's also like yeah like multiverse theories um how like these same characters in another dimension affected the outcome in this dimension kind of thing so yeah it's it's i guess I don't want to say it takes pages from, uh, takes notes from, from Bioshocks. It is definitely different, but they do have, like I guess, similar similar notes in that regard uh, with uh, the multiverse and time travel and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, to take a little break from the, the Call of Duty side of it, um, just in general, what's one of your guys' favorite zombie franchises? It doesn't have to be video games, it could be movies, TVs, books, uh, just a zombie type thing that you enjoy. Um,
2: I mean, outside of Call of Duty Zombies, I used to watch uh, the Walking Dead
0: quite a bit. Uh, I haven't for a couple of years now. It's probably for the best. It's really bad now. Is it? <laughs> it's. I don't. Hear- it's so bad. Like the the uh quality, They cut the budget after season two, like basically in half, and, and got rid of the the guy who ran the sh- the showrunner, who and also I think he had a hand in creating the graphic novel so pretty okay. much like after like three is okay but basically after three it's a steady decline and i think i can't remember the exact seasons but the, at least the last three years has been like laughably bad like sci-fi movie level mm. production like quality i would say yeah because mm. i like i remember
2: watching the first season uh it was on justin tv before it became twitch tv actually interesting fun fact Oh wow! <laughs> but oh. yeah it was a long time ago but yeah like I, I, I really got into it and I watched like the first three seasons and I kind of fell off and then it was like first or second year in university I, I kind of I started reading the the graphic novel um because I was like oh I'm so interested in what's going to happen I don't want to wait for the tv series like so I think I, I didn't read all of it I think I read all of it up to that point but it, it, I think it kept going on for a little bit um and then I started watching the show and I'm like oh like they're hitting the same notes here but like it's starting I've started to notice like it's not as good, uh, so that kind of just like turned me off from the series. So I kind of just fallen off from it since then. But yeah, I, I mean, I guess good good to know that I haven't really been missing
1: much. Nope. <laughs> what about you, Bandy? Uh, I remember I watched World War Z and I thought it was a cool movie. Read the book. I think that's about
0: it. I, yeah, I've heard the book is better. Oh, so but... good. It's so good. But I'll yeah, say, I mean, uh, that's really about it. Max Brooks, I believe, wrote the book. Yeah. Which oh, is the okay. son of, of Mel Brooks comedy. So I
2: have I have the book, How Does a Survive a Zombie Apocalypse, which I believe is the same author.
0: Yeah, Max Brooks, yep.
2: Yeah, I have that book. I read it. Um, it's like the, the World War Z book. It's like it's split up. into. That's the one that's like split up into different like um, mini stories around the world, right? I believe so. Yeah, so it's not like. It's not because the movie follows the the one path of the the virologist or whatever, but yeah, I remember the I remember I think I read the book where it's like it kind of has like excerpts from different situations at different times in different places of the world. Kind of shows you how uh, I guess different people react to to the apocalypse happening around them. Really cool book. I agree. The,
0: hmm. the, there's this scene in uh, the World War Z movie, which I I did enjoy it. Uh, apparently, they changed a lot against Brad Pitt's wishes, though um, and made it PG-13 and a bunch of stuff like that, I believe, but, uh, there's, like, this very blatant, uh, moment of product placement where, you know, I think he's just had, like, been attacked, he's in the, the, the spoiler alerts for this movie, by the way, um, he's in the facility to try to find the thing that might lead to the cure, and he stops by this pristine, and no way impacted by the fact that the fucking apocalypse has happened with zombies, pepsi machine still functional gets a pepsi and and, and this is and pepsi is my favorite beverage in the whole world by the way but cracks open this nice cold beautiful like it's like drippy like commercials with how cold it is and drinks the pepsi for like a solid you know 20 30 seconds and it's just it took me (laughs) out of the movie so much Uh, i'm watching it
2: right now oh man i never i don't remember this but like yeah it's pretty pretty blatant i
0: forgot about that um i think i'm more heightened to it since i uh and that's something i brought up a thousand times so anybody who listens to show consistently i apologize but since i have quit i'm a year clean of soda but i i dream of drinking a fucking nice cold pepsi i I just i want it so bad in my subconscious and (laughs) and going back watching that movie and seeing that i'm like oh like in a weird way i'm like like that son (laughs) of a bitch is enjoying a pepsi i fucking can't like uh, but, yeah, no, it's it's a very it's like and uh it's it's even not as bad as and uh one of the transformers movie where a literal mountain dew machine comes alive and starts shooting mountain dews at people <laughs> like just so like, at least in those movies you, it's like it's toy product placement that's the whole point of the movie so it wasn't as bad in that movie i was like all right all right like you're taking me out of it a bit uh i do want to just go back and touch on uh one thing about, um, Left, or not Left for Dead, oh my god, Walking Dead, sorry, uh, mm-hmm. that I am thankful for is the guy who plays, uh, Shane, uh, in that show, mm-hmm. and he, uh, went on to play the Punisher, um, in its own series and as, uh, in the Daredevil Netflix series, and he was fucking amazing as the Punisher. So we got that at least. So I'm I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and uh, for my my zombie, my favorite like zombie franchise. Uh, this isn't it, but since you were talking about graphic novels, Tetra, read the the graphic novel series of the Crazies. Have you okay. heard of that one? Uh, I don't think so. They made a movie of it, um, and it was like PG, and they they kind of take they take out a lot of the. The suspense that made the crazies a thing but it's it's one of the better graphic novels i've read uh when it comes to zombie related content uh but if i could pick like my favorite zombie franchise it would probably be left for dead um mm-hmm. I, and i mm-hmm. that game is still going strong and it it has to be pretty it has to be like 15 years old at this point i, uh, don't I believe it was 2009 or eight in there. They, they they like and the way it was designed with the uh, the circles. I can't remember what it's called, but basically the circle system of how like the zombies would uh, spawn and stuff was so good. That's why they were able to turn out the sequel. Yeah, uh, Left for Dead Two was two thousand nine. Left for Dead OG was two thousand eight. Yeah, and they were mm-hmm. able to turn out a sequel. Um, but it wasn't like a like oh we'll hurry brush it out. It's just that the the system they had to for the zombies was so good. It made it easy to make another game. And yeah. unfortunately, because uh, Valve doesn't do the number three, um, <laughs> we'll never probably get a third one. Which bums me out because like, I would love to play Left 4 Dead 3 or you know, a version of that on a Series X or a PS5. It mm-hmm. would look so beautiful.
2: Well, I don't know if you've played the alpha but or seen the gameplay, but there's uh, that other game, Back for Blood, that was announced at the Game Awards last year.
0: Uh, I, I think I heard spe- about that. You get
2: delayed, oh, I right? remember that. Yeah, yeah, it got delayed till October. It was supposed to come out June, but yeah, I think it got delayed to October at least. Now, uh, it's like a spiritual successor. Like they're obviously even taking the the number four from the original games. Uh, but I believe a bunch of the devs are some of the Left 4 Dead devs. So, um, it was pretty good. I played the alpha with Nico in January or December or whatever. It was at the time still definitely rough around the edges, but um, definitely still has that same feel. It's it's almost has like roguelike mechanics to it um where like you have like a, a deck of cards that you pull from every game and i think you pull like five cards and it gives you like buffs or extra perks you get for like that, that game that you That's play a cool idea yeah so you could like stack your deck with more like uh cards that are more for like being on the offensive or more that are like helpful for other teammates uh so you can really cater uh the cards to your playstyle, whichever way you like to play and and again it's random so sometimes you might get some really good cards sometimes you might not Get as many good cards, um, and they also, I believe, randomize which enemy types, or at least some of the enemy types, you fight in that stage. So sometimes you might get more regular infected, sometimes you get might get more of the special zombies. Um, so it's it's pretty much it felt a lot like uh, Left 4 Dead. Just had some more custom, like ways to customize every time you play. Um, so I mean, yeah, definitely really excited for that. But yeah, if you're looking for a, a quote unquote Left 4 Dead 3, definitely definitely uh, check that one out.
0: Uh, October 12th is the uh, now planned release date for that game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check that because I remember I actually saw a TikTok about it and it got me really pumped. And then I, because my brain is broken, I kind of forgot about it until you brought it up again. I do need to change my answer, though. Um, I have recently. Have you guys played Dying Light? I've
1: heard of it.
0: (laughs) I've had it for like four or five years now and just haven't opened it
2: yet for Xbox
0: One. It is. Uh, I, I'm actually playing through for, for my my fourth playthrough, I think, of it uh, with my buddy. Because you can uh, play the uh, the game and the campaign uh, up to four people at the same time, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the survival mechanics are great. You really have to like if you played. Um, oh, God, there it was made from the developers who made um, Dead Island, I believe, um, which Dead is also Island, good. Yeah, but you have to build your own weapons. It's like really hard uh, parkour based, so. Like, your character runs and climbs all this shit real fast, um, but the story is really, really fucking good in that game, and the voice acting, at least for me, is, like, some of the best, where there are points where the... I don't want to give away anything since you still haven't played it yet, but the main character, the guy who does the main character, has to convey emotion, where it actually made me cry. Like, where I believed his performance so fucking much, even though I'm playing as the POV. Uh, mm-hmm. That game wow. needs... It, I'm actually... Uh, I'm doing an episode... Spoiler alert for anybody who's going to listen next week. I'm doing an episode with Carl of our our Mount Rushmore of underappreciated games, and this one's on there. Like Dying Light is 100 percent on there. That game needs to be played by more people. And uh, this, were they making
2: a sequel? Or does the sequel come out yet? Or it, it
0: technically is delayed indefinitely. Um, oh, but okay, I don't I remember th- hearing about that. I don't I think it's going to be um, like one of those where it just isn't going to happen. Delayed indefinitely. The mm. um, um, the the people that make it are said that it is going to happen. We're going to finish it. It was just, you know, with COVID and everything. They're like, hey, like we're not going to do a mm. um, a thing where we're going to push all our our workers and yeah. put out a product that's going to suck. Like, it's going to come out. Right now, it is also a late 2021 release. Currently, okay. Mm. Yeah, it's like unlike
2: unlike Dead Island where Dead Island two uh, I think got announced. Oh God, at least five years ago i think and they like it's been tossed around between studios and st- still
0: still hasn't been released and Dead i and that i was really good too it just it kind i really like dead island stuff. the the character develop was really good uh and that yeah. game too uh yeah that was a really fucking fun game i think what die light did differently than that game is it plays faster mm-hmm. which is nice because dead island as much as i love it it could really drag because of the amount you'd have to travel and yeah uh and uh like build weapons up and and things like that and side missions. This one, the traveling, even though that's very large, uh, because of the parkour element of it, uh, is pretty interesting and the story's good. Uh, so yeah, that is that's that's my revamped uh, zombie franchise. If I had to pick one, that's my favorite currently. So if Thanks. you got it, Tetra, you should encourage uh, even the other members of uh, Minus World. banish you should pick this game up. It's it's incredible and you'll have a great time. Yeah, Play it with them. good. I think it's on sale. To, and I think you can get, including the DLC, which the DLC is in, in fucking incredible. I think you get everything for twenty or twenty five bucks now. It's it's nice. a pretty good deal, mm. at least on That's Xbox. I don't know about Steam.
2: Hmm. But yeah. Um. Sorry. I, I know I mentioned uh, Walking Dead, but I guess we're talking favorites. I don't know if I. I don't think I'd call that favorite, but um. Trying to think what else. I mean, I, again, outside of zombies, uh, outside of like Call of Duty zombies, I have played a lot of zombie zombies games. Um, so I don't know if I could. I guess I'd probably, if I had to pick a favorite, outside of Call of Duty, I'd probably go with Left 4 Dead as well. Definitely Left 4 Dead 2. Um, honorable mention though, right behind it, would probably be Resident Evil. Surprised. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I
1: kind of. Oh have yeah, well, how not
2: brought that up. Went down That's... that path yet? Um, yeah, Resident Evil is really good. I, I really, I still have to play all the the newer remakes. I haven't played two or three yet. Um... Uh, such a big backlog. I yeah. want to play those. I want to play Resident Evil Eight still, the new one. Have you seen um,
1: footage of Resident Evil Eight?
2: Just brief memes.
1: <laughs> I've been um, um, I've been watching like some gameplay. Like I was watching some last night. I'm like, oh my god, this looks so fun. It looks yeah. like RE4, except scarier. It looks so yeah. Good. That's what I
2: heard. Has a lot of like similarities to that game. And it oh, has it big so vampire good. lady. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tall
0: vampire lady. <laughs> um. I would, if, if you guys, like, want to watch the play, it, I recommend, um, streamer that I've had on the show, Otz, uh, has played through it. The game's incredible, like, 8 Resident Evil 8 looks so fucking good. I actually, 7, which is, like, the, eight's hey, a continuation of Ethan's story from 7, mm-hmm. uh, 7 freaked me out, like, made me feel so claustrophobic and scared, I, I, I had to quit playing it. I actually, like, put it down and didn't go back to it. And not because it was okay. bad, but, it, like, the, the tension and, like, the claustrophobia and the, the fear... Of something gonna get you like at any yeah. point in that game it was to the point where I'm like I I physically am like shaking and don't feel good I can't do this <laughs> but that good on their part for making a game that was that effective but holy shit yeah seven I guess it's in America it's technically biohazard it's not seven for some reason and then eight is just eight for because America. Village. Oh, village yeah no so it's not eight I think yeah you're right it's village yeah so. So yeah, I think it's, it's...
2: but they highlight the V and II, whatever, <laughs> to make it really look like 8, but it's definitely not um, 8.
0: That's, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty go... clever that they, they've been doing that with their logos, because they kind of did the same thing with Biohazard, too.
0: Mm-hmm. The, and they're, uh, they're going to have a character from that game come into Dead by Daylight um, here in about two oh, months, dang. I believe. So they're nice. crossing oh. over... Uh, If you're if you're also into Resident Evil 8, um, and you know the tall vampire lady, um, uh, there are a lot of parodies of her and a lot of websites. It's kind (laughs) of nuts. Um, Oh man, people need to be bonked so bad on the internet. (laughs) Like so much, so much horny jail talk. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Um, If we're while we're on the topic of Resident Evil, though, before we go back to Call of Duty, my personal favorite of resident evil because that series is incredible um but my favorite game and it kind of gets a lot of flack because it was too actiony i i love resident evil 5 i really like resident evil 5 like especially if you have a friend to play it with so much Mm -hmm. fun
1: yeah Yeah, i really want to play it it looks it looks really cool i think it's play it definitely
2: yeah i think it's kind of gotten like a better like general reception now but i remember back when it first came out people like did not like it like at
1: all um, yeah. i mean compared to re4 like how do you kind of top that
2: yeah but so. see, i don't know like a hot take
1: but i almost like it more than re4 i, and I guess that, that might be that.
2: just because yeah just because i like more of the action style than like more of the horror style than than most people do but i just i really like five and i know it's definitely a uh not the popular opinion but i i, I personally like it more than four i'm
0: also a massive fan of uh redfield chris redfield so yeah, I love getting to play with him. Uh, there's also there's a great reference in uh, R8 because um, he he technically dabbles in R7 and R8 stories. He's like connected somehow. I don't want to spoil anything, but he uh, the, <laughs> there's just there's a lot of like inside jokes about him and uh, R8 that if you're a big <laughs> fan of him from five, you'll you'll catch. Um, but and then also I liked my favorite bad guy. One of my favorite bad guys all time is Wesker. Yeah. and he is so like he 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 forts that line of like 80s ac- uh, action movie bad guy really well without it being like feeling too corny it's mm-hmm. just like so fucking good that that seven minutes seven minutes is all i can straight with you line <laughs> so fucking awesome like i i say that all the time to people and they're like what the yeah. fuck are you talking about you're weird like but so fucking good yeah, that fight sucks, but his lines in that fight are good. <laughs> so fucking good. Now, not to say that R four is bad, but I I, I did also enjoy. It felt I I liked the whole world and what you're trying to do. And that one, I didn't really care about rescuing the president's daughter in the other game as much as it was fun. I, I enjoyed the discovery and like everything with Jill and five that you figure out and stuff like that. Hmm. Um. But I guess we could probably circle back to uh, Call of Duty Zombies before we start wrapping it up. Sure. Um, do you think this is a mode that... I, I I assume you guys do, but I'll go ahead and ask anyway. That it's going to have staying stay power over time? Um, or do you think it's going to be something that's going to kind of drop off as things go more free-to-play, since it is something that you do have to buy uh, the games with, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think it will drop off mm-hmm. because things like uh, Apex, Fortnite, um, Warzone, all that, even though Warzone is technically mm-hmm. a Call of Duty thing, do you think it, it will be something that will be free to play at some point? Do you think it will always be tacked on to games? Um, well, I feel like it's
2: at a crux right now. Um, yeah, right now it's in a really weird spot actually yeah so it could go either way they've been I mean they've been kind of speculating that it's going to become its own like standalone thing apart from like other Call of Duty games for a while now but I think I've heard more rumors now that they're especially considering a standalone game will that be a free-to-play experience maybe I guess like they they see the the popularity ease of access and of course money that Warzone is generating despite being a free-to-play game so I wouldn't be shocked if they decided to go a free go a free-to-play route um but yeah like like nathan said the state it's in is really interesting right now like uh cold black ops cold war had a really strong start like a lot of people really liked zombies uh when it first came out um and then the first dlc came out like two months later ish and then after that it's kind of just been really slow and just not a lot of updates like for context we got the second like traditional survival map i think mid season one like i think it was like late mm-hmm. january early february ish ish around there um, we're now, late. yeah, we're now midway season three, so it's been like two seasons of time that we haven't gotten a new map, and they still haven't given us like a date for the next one. They've kind of added like a new, more so open world uh, mode called Outbreak, which is fun, like it's it's a good mode, but a lot of people are pointing out that it is, it is just reusing multiplayer maps. Uh, so what what it is like? You pretty much play zombies in a giant like. Uh, Map that's normally used I think for like 12v12 multiplayer games Um, So it is a cool spin on it, but at the end of the day, it is just reusing assets So people and and again, obviously of course uh, COVID is impacting things, but people just want more transparency like they're they're kind of giving us the like Mode like they're they're working on that mode or they did even that's that came out like I believe two months ago So it's been like two months without any like major
1: changes um yeah it's so it's yeah it's pretty much just like what tetra's describing just kind of imagine like fortnite but it's the zombies mode kind of like mm-hmm. blended together okay um and yeah like tetra said it is a lot of fun but uh in terms of like the traditional zombies gameplay like it, it is only those two maps right now so that's rough yeah yeah it's just it's well it's, it's weird because like at first i didn't know if i was gonna like the outbreak and i remember i think it, the first time i played it was actually with tetra and it was actually a lot of fun but um, yeah. Honestly, I would be okay with them doing that because like I have Black Ops Three. If I want to play traditional zombies, I'll just play that. But
0: yeah, it's it's just weird. Yeah, and is, is the way you describe it, Outbreak, is it similar to the Warzone event where they had the how you transfer the zombies, and mm. or is it yeah. is it different? Uh, sort of. I mean, like it.
2: Uh, the the maps are definitely smaller than Warzone was, but it's still PvE. It's not because that was still PvP where like you become a zombie and you fight other people. Right. Uh, Whereas this, like it's you still play like one to four people. Um, So just imagine like a regular Call of Duty Zombies map. It's just much, much bigger, much more open. So like you could literally run around pretty much wherever you want. Um, They added vehicles, which is pretty cool. So obviously, since it's a bigger map, uh, makes getting around easier. So you can hop in a car, hop in a bike, whatever uh, to get around easier. Um, They've kind of added uh, objectives here and there, like special objectives you can do uh, either like hold down a position, fight certain like bigger zombies, whatever. Um, so they kind of put yeah. their own spin on it, which is pretty cool. But yeah, in um, a weird
1: way, it's almost like a more linear experience. Yeah. Which I'm not saying is a bad thing, but it's because you have like those objectives. Um, so it's like you kind of have to complete them to collect, like move forward, basically, because mm-hmm. otherwise the rounds don't really end. It's, yeah. For it's, example, yeah, it's bizarre.
2: Yeah, that's like, I guess, the biggest difference is like. The round doesn't end until you want it to. So unlike in traditional zombies where you kill X amount of zombies, you progress to the next round. In this one, you start with like round one, and you can you could stay in that first round technically as long as you want, um, mm-hmm. keeping the zombies at the same health. And it's not until you choose to move on to the next stage, to warp to the next stage, um, is when you can increase the difficulty, but also you can also get better weapons and stuff as you, as you go on. So it gives you a lot more freedom in that way. Um, a lot more choice on the player's end, but, um, uh, yeah. And I I think most of the fans like it, some aren't super keen on it, but I think, yeah, like I said, we're set a point where fans are kind of wanting more answers about like the, the traditional stuff.
0: right. Yeah. And the the way you're describing it, it kind of sounds like something more in like what I like to play Like, why is that how I was describing it earlier? You know, I like, I like that whole position kind of stuff that more of the, uh. As Bandy also put it to you, like that linear experience. But I'm also not gonna pay sixty five, seventy five dollars, depending on uh, you know, what console you have at this point, for mm-hmm. a call of duty a call duty game to play zombies. Like I mm-hmm. I did we talked about it uh I don't remember if it was off air on the podcast, my brain is mush, but like I I was on the word Zone bandwagon for a little bit, fell off real fucking hard because that shit got bad. But if Zombies was free to play, I would probably download it and I would probably spend money on it. But I'm not... Like, I am out of the Call of Duty, like, to play the actual games. And mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of... I was never a huge fan of the multiplayer. Like, I grew up playing it. um, Because it was, like, one of the only real decent 1st person shooter options online for people who didn't have PCs. So, but, you know, I'm just not a huge fan of the game outside of Zombies. So I wish it would would be separate. I would like to own that piece without having to have the rest
2: yeah and I guess in a perfect world that would be best um, even if you like buy each individual like I guess part of the game but obviously in I guess in their perspective they want people to fork over max amount of dollars regardless of if you play all three of the modes or if you just play one of the modes Um, but yeah I mean they do offer sometimes like free weekends uh, where you can play play the mode mm-hmm. for free so next time that pops up I definitely recommend At least giving it a try, see if you like it. Because yeah, I do. Like, it is it is a big change, but I know a lot of people that don't necessarily like the traditional style of zombies did like this new mode. Um, So yeah, it might be definitely something more up your speed.
1: Yeah, I think it's um it's honestly like built for a more like modern audience because I think the play style of traditional zombies really caters to those that were you know playing like back in the day, and it it just hasn't really evolved that much which is fine because you know it's not really like broken or anything but you know it's definitely
0: uh it's a pretty fun way to play zombies um you know I, i if it is free to play at any point i will try it but like i said it's just especially as people say in these times with uh games getting more expensive and like having access to game pass so much of what i play is game pass related at this point in my life it's so nice Um, so the fork over that Mm -hmm. kind of money is just so hard when I have this huge library that I can play for 10, 11 bucks a month instead of paying, you know, Mm -hmm. 75. Hello, Dave. He wanted to say hi. Um, you got me, let me lose my train of thought, you silly cat. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, just like, so... It's interest, it, will, it will be interesting to see if they do separate it or maybe make it part of Game Pass or whatever in the future because I guess we're, we're, if really if you think about it, we're in a, a, a position or point in gaming where there are a lot of different roads it could go um, and I don't know where they're going to go because obviously I like what's going on with Game Pass and stuff and I, I don't quite understand how they make money necessarily off of it or developers do. Um, but if it's working, like, how's that going to change the next Call of Duty? Or will it at all? Or are they, are they just going to stick with it? You know, I, I'm interested to see where things go.
2: Yeah. so well, I think like even Call of Duty is like in a weird spot with Warzone. Like, I think they've noticed how good it can be. So now they're all trying to like, I think they've already announced that the ne- like this year's upcoming Call of Duty is again going to have like, uh, functionality with Warzone. So I guess now they've kind of, they're, they're. Uh, forming a lot of their development around Warzone, and everything else is kind of like I guess aside to to what was once a side mode. Now is now like the main main attraction, where everything else is extra. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it's kind of like a interesting time, I guess just in, in general for Call of Duty, just because no one really knows where they're planning on going. They're definitely changing things. They've they've gotten rid of like loot box. They've got to, gotten rid of like season passes and stuff in favor of. Um, the battle passes now and stuff so they're definitely changing things up I guess to try and better meet like fan I guess fan expectations and desires at least to an extent obviously things could still be improved but um, yeah it's interesting because things are definitely uh, changing so no one yeah no one really knows which way like how how they're gonna go about doing this for the next X amount of years
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm so before we go before we wrap up I'm going to ask a question completely off-topic. has nothing to do with zombies. But um, as guys who play a lot of platformers, I do need to know your answer to this. Have you played It Takes Two? No. I have not. So, like, from a game perspective, I loved it. Like, um, you know, being an ancient piece of shit like I am, uh, a lot of what I played growing up was platformer-related because that was... What was there, and the way they kind of like keep it fresh in that game is incredible. But the story, holy shit, in that game, so good. You you have to have two people to play, whether it be couch co-op or online, so fucking good. And it's only like thirty bucks. Um, ten out of ten. Like, highly recommend. Um, if you guys got the time or people to play with, like, absolutely play that game. So much fucking fun. Hmm. Uh, is it on ga- uh, Game Pass or no? No. Um, uh, it is available on everything but switch though which okay. is nice um, okay and honestly i think it's worth the money it's technically published by ea which like you know that taints things but it was completely created and developed by somebody else they just you know gave them money to get it out there essentially
1: mm. i remember hearing that or hearing
0: about the game it's it i i balled my eyes at the end of it it's um <laughs> if you've ever been in a relationship that you've like this slowly deteriorated even though you didn't want it to it will hit home and if you got it if you got kids it will definitely hit home too it's it has got layers to it but the the world is like really imaginative the gameplay is simple but yet like constantly changing it's so much fucking fun i if you if you guys can play it play it It is it is an absolute blast Hmm. Um, i'll have to check it out that sounds good yeah with that all being said um Anything you guys want to plug before we go?
1: Check uh, out
2: the Minus World channel.
0: That's literally what I was going to say.
2: <laughs> yeah. Subscribe and go listen to us on Spotify or on YouTube. and,
1: and Yes, and SoundCloud. <laughs> and SoundCloud. I, I, We're almost at uh,
0: 50,000, so help that. us reach it. Nice. Um, and I, I personally would recommend the uh, Mario Party episodes are my favorite so far, I would say. Um, oh, those are fun. Those are, And they're, uh, I like <laughs> too because I, I will pop, um, when the new one of those comes out, if I'm making dinner and, like, I'm making my kids' lunches, like, that's, that's about the right time to make dinner and do all that. It's like, what, run I think you guys make them about an hour. So, yeah, it's like around Perfect the, amount yeah. of time for me to, like, do all that stuff in the kitchen and just, like, have that going. It's, it's, uh, so personally, it works out quite well for me. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, it's, it's, your channel's fun. It's, it's infectious. Uh, Minus World's Infectious because you guys clearly enjoy each other's company. And, like, that's that's huge. Like, that, that that makes a group fun to listen to or to watch play games is when they're having fun doing it, you know? If you guys didn't like each other or if you didn't have the, the uh, chemistry, you know, it wouldn't be as awesome as it is. So, appreciate it with the content you guys yeah. put out. Um, and... Yeah, I don't, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was yeah. just gonna wrap up, so you go ahead and, uh... Get it out! Oh, of there. never. I wasn't. Really, I was just gonna like <laughs> nod in agreement, basically. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Well, with all that being said, uh, guys, I definitely always appreciate it when um you guys can come on. Uh, this was a blast. We did go in some crazy weird uh, places. Um, I now have an iCarly tab up on uh, <laughs> in, like in the middle of my Call of Duty tabs there, that when I was as I was looking at information. So that's interesting. Um, but for damage boost um we got damage boost podcast obviously we got damage boost podcast on twitch uh damage boost podcast on tiktok uh, and that's a damage boost pod on twitter and that's it for me so again thank you guys and to everyone else be good people